Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. This has been an amazing year for religious freedom and the sanctity of human life. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Holly, this is by far the most significant term in our history, frankly, in our lifetime at the United States Supreme Court and certainly in the history of Liberty Council since its founding in 1989. So many amazing things happened at the Supreme Court, but it's not just with the Supreme Court in terms of what happened this year. We want to just briefly overview some of these incredible victories that have been generations in the making, but also will have generational impact. Yes, Matt. I think it's got to be one of the busiest years we've had as far as fighting these battles in all the courts, from the lower court all the way to the Supreme Court. Well, we won a unanimous opinion at the United States Supreme Court, which is a very rare thing to do indeed, involving the Christian flag in Boston and our Shirtliff versus City of Boston case, where Boston censored Hal Shirtliff's flag for the Camp Constitution event to celebrate the Constitution solely because the name of the flag was referenced in the application as a Christian flag. They clearly ultimately admitted that they were censoring the flag, not because of the symbols of the flag, not because of the flag itself, but because of how shirtless viewpoint on that flag. If he viewed it as a Christian flag, no good. If he viewed it as a secular flag, it could fly. But more importantly, they censored a religious viewpoint. So with this 9-0 to victory at the Supreme Court, this has an effect on all of us as far as our religious viewpoint. It really does. It's far broader than a flag or the facts of this particular Mm -hmm. case. In fact, This case ultimately laid the foundation for overturning a 71-year-old terrible precedent called Lemon versus Kurtzman that was actually used by the city of Boston to censor. They said based upon this 1971 Lemon test or Lemon case, they had to censor it because otherwise if they allowed the private religious viewpoint, even though they had a concophony of other secular viewpoints, it would be like the government endorsing religion. Right, and that was one of the goals when you started Liberty Council in 1989, right? It was to get rid of the lemon test. Get rid of the lemon test. The first amicus brief that we filed at the U.S. Supreme Court was in 1992, asking the court to overturn the lemon test. In our 2005 Ten Commandments case that I argued, one of the questions presented before the court was overturning the lemon test. The court sidestepped that issue and made it even more convoluted, but now it's gone. And as a result of that, also, the Coach Kennedy case was a major victory. We filed an amicus brief in that case. So it was May the 2nd when the Supreme Court issued the 9-2 decision in our shirtlift Christian flag case. It was June 27, that last week of June, when the Supreme Court released the opinion with regards to Coach Kennedy. Yeah, they, they actually cited our Christian flag case in that decision, as well as burying, finally burying, the lemon test. Yeah, and uh, the same thing that happened in the Coach Kennedy case with the Bremerton School District happened in Boston, and they used the same case, lemon. They mm-hmm. said in the school case with the coach, they had to censor his private thoughts as he knelt down after the game. Mm-hmm because it would be 
violating the lemon test, violating the establishment clause for the school to allow it. They could allow him, and they did, or they would allow anybody, for example, to kneel down thinking secular thoughts, but if your private thoughts were religious, in this case Christian, no, they're going to stop that. And they cited the same case. And that's the problem with the 71-year or the 51-year-old lemon test back in 1971, is it had been used as a bludgeon, a hammer, a bulldozer to wipe out Christian speech, viewpoints, words, symbols, displays, and so forth. And it was manifest in our Christian flag case. It was manifest in the Coach Kennedy case. Mm -hmm. Now it's gone. That has been in the works for generations to get rid of it. It'll have generational impact because it also applies to the freeing up of nativity scenes and other kinds of issues like that. Right. And speaking of religious freedom, we also won a historic, first-of-its-kind class action settlement against a private employer, North Shore University Health System in Illinois, on behalf of more than 500 healthcare workers who said no to the COVID shots. Yes, and the settlement was for $10,337,500 to compensate these healthcare employees and restore their positions after some of them were fired for their religious beliefs against taking an injection associated with aborted fetal cells. Also, the policy of the large Illinois healthcare facility has been changed, so no more, no religious accommodation. In fact, all the positions will be available for religious accommodation, no matter what position you work in in that healthcare facility. So major win, first of its kind, only kind in the entire nation. Right, and of course, we also won a class action relief and class-wide preliminary injunction on behalf of all the Marines, and we're returning to court in the end of January to seek to convert that to a, uh, that preliminary injunction to a permanent injunction. Yeah, and it's a major case uh, when to not only have a preliminary injunction, but also a class certification. So this year, class actions, you know, are not easy to do, and we had two class action certifications by different courts, the one in Illinois on behalf of the healthcare workers, the one regarding the United States Marines as well. That protects all of the individuals within that class. Of course, we also had, in addition to some of these major victories, we also had a number of injunctions on behalf of a lieutenant colonel of the United States Marines, a commander of a Navy surface warship. We had a captain of the United States Marines. We had also lieutenants as well in various service members. Uh, so we have obtained mm-hmm. multiple injunctions against these COVID shot mandates for many people in the service. And we're working with literally Thousands and thousands of people all across the country, whether in the military, public schools, where they're being told they have to get the shot or they can't continue their education, people in the private employment sector, uh, military service members of all ranks all around the world, so many people that we're helping. Literally, it's in the tens of thousands that we've been working with over the last year and a half or so. Right, and of course, we can't overlook the huge decision from the Supreme Court in June overturning the horrible Roe versus Wade and the Planned Parenthood versus Casey abortion decisions. I mean, that was historic. We celebrate it and we continue to celebrate for those precious babies. Uh, And now, of course, it goes back to the states. But we filed an amicus brief in that case um, on behalf of uh, African-American and Hispanic churches, citing that abortion is actually racist. 
Yeah, racist and eugenics, and that's how it always has been, to eliminate certain undesired categories of people. That's what Margaret Sanger Planned Parenthood had envisioned. That's what that whole ideology, that Darwinian our ideology of eliminating certain categories of people that were less valuable in their worldview. This brief was actually cited. There's a lot of briefs that were submitted in the United States Supreme Court. I hear that there's maybe about 200 briefs. So amazing to get our brief, which was only one of a couple that the Supreme Court actually used and cited in its brief. So it's part of this historic win. In fact, Liberty Council, the history of Liberty Council goes back to when I was a pastor and I was invited to watch a video called Assignment Life regarding abortion. And that was a defining moment that introduced me to the issue of abortion, of which I was completely clueless as a pastor. And also, that introduced me to the whole issue, the intersection of law, policy, and our faith. The Supreme Court, the laws that are passed by Congress in the states, and the interaction of our faith with all of those, that really is the genre, the the founding principle of Liberty Council. So when we founded Liberty Council, and even before that, we have been focused on overturning this Roe v. Wade opinion for many, many years, and over three God decades. And isn't good? It finally came It's to amazing. Pass. And you know, we're so grateful, Matt, for all the people that have prayed for us and prayed for this decision and supported us in this fight. And now we see the results of the fruit. And it's a great time to be thankful for all these victories. But also as we move forward to the new year, thank you for standing with us in your prayers and also your financial support. We now, as we move into 2023, with regards to the sanctity of human life, the battle has clearly intensified because it's on the state level. And we've already filed four amicus briefs in multiple state Supreme Courts. We're going to be filing more in 2023, and so that battle will continue to intensify. And then the first quarter of 2023 will be going to trial to defend Sandra Merritt, who did the undercover investigation involving Planned Parenthood in their harvesting baby body parts. Thank you for joining us this year, for praying with us, for being a partner with Liberty Council. For more information, visit our website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. 